Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we good are, uh, mid, uh, mid-July, and we've been talking about the covenant, uh, uh, blessed to be a blessing, and we're in the section on uh, peace, and, and particularly we've been discussing um, how to have peace in a very difficult relationship issue, uh, where mm-hmm. people are opposing you and coming against you and um, angry at you, and um, it's, it's a very interesting discussion that we've had uh, to go into it. And by the way, it's probably one of the biggest issues of, of life and, and the biggest issue of the church. Of, mm-hmm. um, because, and again, in a simple way, uh, people are self-centered. Right. Uh, that's our nature. Um, there's, there's, the world's full of unbelievers who don't even care at all. Uh, believers who actually act self-centered because they're mm-hmm. not walking in God, and there's a lot of anger, uh, uh, direction, I wanna make you do something, I wanna persuade you, uh, and that leads to unforgiveness because mm-hmm. I, don't like, I don't like what's going on. So there's a lot of hardship. Uh, we was just talking to uh, a situation this morning uh, in a ministry scenario where uh, somebody got offended uh, kind of inadvertently, mm-hmm. uh, and it was more personality-driven, uh, but because they didn't understand the personality issue, they came against somebody hard, and that person, you know, kind of backed down and never pursued resolution. And now there's complications with that. Mm. And what do I do? And do I do I? And, and it was under the guise of um, should I just basically do nothing? And accept it, and and the thought was, I don't want to make my brother stumble, so I guess I'll just let him do this awful thing. Mm, <laughs> but under, but underneath it all, there's anger and there's like under misunderstanding. What do I do with this? And mm-hmm. do I now live my life basically around this person who is going to control? And it's like, yeah, it's tricky stuff, you know. And yeah, definitely. Uh, it's how does how does God want us to operate this? Uh, in a life of freedom for me as I deal with the truth in respect and honor for that other person. You know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not easy. Uh, this is not easy stuff. Uh, and it's happening all over the place. And I think getting right. worse and worse and worse because of the division that the right. world has brought about. And that is that I no longer, and I think what, what happened, what has happened, uh, and by the way, I think this is universal, um, is that uh, the enemy has successfully removed the thought of honor and respect. Mm. Uh, that there's no longer a, uh, as well, a- And systematically removed that. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, a, as an approach is, you know, there's gonna be disagreement, there's gonna be mm-hmm. uh, not understanding, there's not gonna be the same uh, uh, desire to achieve the same thing, but when there was disagreement, when there was opposition, it was, okay, could we at least process it? 
Mm-hmm. You know, can we talk about it? Um, and let's let I'll listen to you. You listen to me. Um, our goal probably was still to persuade each other, but we could at least process well. And if we disagreed, at mm-hmm. least we didn't come against each other. Um, you, you you believe that I can believe that, and we can still be okay. Well, what's happened is division is now to a level of if you disagree with me, mm-hmm. I'm coming against you. Right. I'm not going to listen to anything you have to say. I'm coming against you. Uh, well, um, interesting enough, we're kind of in the middle of that with a tricky scenario as we talk about relationships, about what just happened with the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, is they the Supreme Court ruled uh, to uh, basically uh, cast away the ruling from Roe versus Wade, which which what it did was took uh, at that point abortion was a state right. Right. What what this that was fifty years ago. So Roe 50, v. Wade. Yeah, Roe v. Wade. And so what it did is it took it to a federal level, mm-hmm. which supersedes the states. So now they said no. Now we operate at a federal level, and everybody has to conform to the federal mm-hmm. law. Um, and of course, it has promoted abortion to the tune of uh, worldwide. It's it's forty to I mean it's awful forty to fifty million a year. Wow. Uh, it's it's beyond us to think about mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's as you look at it from a pure biblical point of view, it's murder. Because mm-hmm. uh, that that is a person, right? Um, and it's a living, breathing person. Now it's not fully formed up yet, and it's not born, mm-hmm. but it's a person that is that is created. Yeah. Um, and so when there's abortion, there's a there's a, it's a murder. Um, so that's a theological issue, and it's it's something that that Christians fight for mm-hmm. uh, to work at. Um, how could we assist? somebody not making that decision mm-hmm. and carrying that baby to term and then even if we help them adopt them or give them up for adoption that they at least have alternatives to that and and by the way I've, I've worked with uh, some abortion uh, uh, pro-life people uh, and uh, they've done some marvelous work and and what they discovered by the way interesting enough was the one of the biggest ways to help people Mm-hmm. was to uh, near an abortion center would be to set up a uh, uh, ultrasound uh, trailer mm-hmm. and say, before you go in, would you come here and at least look at something that we want to show you about life? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them say, yeah, okay, well, and they come in and they do the ultrasound of the baby. Right. And you can see, physically, you can see that person. Mm-hmm. See, it's not a, it's not an amorphous nothing. It's hey, you can see it in the in the heart's beating, and you can see it right. uh, even at a very early age, and and that says, oh my gosh, that's a real person. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I don't want to do that, you know. And then and hey, but there's alternatives to that, and and that's what they've been working on. Well, um, the goal, as you look at Christianity, I, the obviously the goal would be eliminate all all abortions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Roe Ro versus Wade comes, and there's first of all there's a thought of hey hallelujah it eliminated abortions. Yeah, it, it actually didn't. Right. Uh, all it did was move the the from a federal law to the states that now decide what they're going to do about abortion. Mm-hmm. And some states are very conservative. You know, there's either none 
uh, or it's very few weeks and other ones are a little bit longer and then even like I live in Colorado Colorado is the worst right now uh, and there is you can abort a baby up to term even a day or two mm. after they, they're born uh, wow. which is beyond me it's 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 beyond me at all that they would be thinking about it but so um, as a result of that you know it would be considered particularly because it's not completely understood but it would be considered hey we got a victory mm-hmm. uh, Christians got a victory and isn't this fantastic hey look at what's going to change things are changing uh, well that creates an interesting dynamic about our perception. So I, I think mm-hmm. you had a, a, somebody that raised up a question that we can talk a little bit about this, uh, about what does this mean to us as people, believers, followers of Christ. Right, yeah, we were having a talk, um, just me, myself and a friend uh, this morning about this very thing. And again, we taped this early, so um, it's a little fresher um, as, we're, as yeah. we're talking about this right now. But um, we were talking about the fact that it is it is a, a great victory. I mean, that is something that we do want to be able to celebrate. Hallelujah. But I think it's also interesting that um, it can be a distraction of sorts, um, I believe, in terms that I think a lot of people, once again, whether we have to be really careful, I think, is, is what I'm going out here, um, really careful that whether politics are going in line with what we believe the Bible says or going completely contrary to it, when we begin to put our hope and our faith in the political part rather than the God, then we're really on, we need to be careful of that. We need to be careful treading that. And I think a lot of what I'm hearing right now is a lot of celebration from Christians that this is going on and it should be celebrated. Absolutely. um, Because it is at least a starting point um, in this certainly for saving life, but it is not the end of the conversation by any stretch and certainly not the end of the calling. And so I think as this marker has come, now we have a next question. Okay, God, this, so what do we do with this now? And I think there is a further calling. If we are truly saying we are pro-life, how are we coming along? You know, you talk about, um, them showing the ultrasounds and what a, a beautiful thing is and that shows the person that's a life but the reality is there's still people on the other side of that that are completely unsupported have no network around them do not have they're scared and and fear is driving it as much as ignorance of it being a life and so you're showing them the life but then you also need to come in and we need to ask God, okay, what is our role now to, to become a support network for some of these people who then are choosing life and are given more opportunities to choose life? What does that look like? What is our role as a church, as the church look like in actually coming around and truly supporting them and giving them community? And I think there's some different things that we don't stop at the law. The law politics doesn't define who we are as Christians, Jesus does. And our calling, we need to continually ask him with whatever is going on, whether the law is in our favor or not, what do you want me to do with this God? And what, how would you have me love this person well in truth and grace and come around them? And so I think it's an interesting time because we can some get almost um, sucked into a, um, a false sense of security that this, this is a Supreme Court that is supporting several things suddenly, like all at one time, suddenly things that we're excited about them supporting. And we need to not then get off our game and think, okay, that's done. The law says this, therefore, 
that's not the end of the conversation. It's still going to God and what do you have to say now and how do we continue to bring truth and light and love into the world in the parameters that you are setting up around us? Yeah, and the, um, you know, so as you look at the, you know, framing that, first of all, how do we handle this? Um, what do we do and then where do we go with it? Uh, that we do rejoice, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it is a great victory. Um, it's wonderful. There's other victories, or you know, the, the, there was a football coach in Washington right. that uh, you know had been fired because he prayed uh, in the center of the field after the game, and it just invited people to it. He never forced anybody mm -hmm. to it, and they fired him, and, and so he took it up uh, all the way through the courts and went to the Supreme Court. And this last week, which is now several weeks when this uh, airs, is um, the Supreme Court upheld it and said that that was discrimination, right, and right. because he had a right to do that because it was strictly voluntary um, mm -hmm. and you can't keep somebody from exercising you know their their own faith uh, so it was another victory so the key is well do we now and it's all about who do you put your faith in right um, is uh, and the and the Christian community here in America has a tendency to put their faith in politics Mm -hmm. um, and they push and, and push. And we need to really beware of that. Yeah, push yeah. and push and push uh, and think that, well, this party or this thing or the Supreme Court is going to uh, make everything great again mm -hmm. and uh, let's, let's really make that happen and we can relax kind of and just hopefully support that and see it happen. Um, and I'm going to think about it and uh, support it. Uh, and it's a good thing we support it, but it's where, where's your faith? The right. faith is in God himself. And he says mm -hmm. the world, remember, is going to be full of trouble. Absolutely. Uh, it's wicked. It's uh, controlled by the enemy. And particularly as we head toward the uh, the tribulation or the end, is the good is going to become evil, evil is going to be, become good. So be careful that we don't now assume, well, hey, it's, it's, it's on a track that everything's going to get restored again. Right. Uh, no. Uh, because even, we know that's not the case. No. And even, you know. even if where we are... It's, you know, what would you have me do? So um, it's all about wisdom. So this is in Proverbs 8, uh, 12. Uh, it says, I wisdom dwell with prudence, and I, found out, I find out knowledge and discretion. The fear mm -hmm. of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance in the evil way, and the perverse mouth I, mouth I hate. Counsel is mine, son wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. Um, I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold. So um, he says the key, and this is true all the time, is we are to keep seeking wisdom mm -hmm. from the one who has the wisdom. Uh, and right. our faith has to be in God. And he says, um, if, you, if you go after it, you'll find it. I'll give it to you. Uh, he said the beginning of it is the fear of the Lord is to hate evil and then pride and arrogance. And so um, the word evil there isn't dark, awful, black. It's things mm -hmm. that frustrate, annoy, irritate, come against you, cause mm -hmm. you difficulty, uh, things that aren't right. Uh, so he said you don't need to put up with it. So we would say uh, for us is that um, abortion or things like that are, are not good. And, right. we, and we do want to speak against it, and we do want to come against it, and particularly in our circle. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, like you were talking about, it really comes down to a choice of an individual. And still there's people that can go to different states now or, or still have abortion mm -hmm. even in conservative states. Um, so it's a matter of how do we, if I'm, if I'm really interested in this, 
um, how can I help this, the, the pro-life group in my community help individuals mm-hmm. make better choices, including, you know, can I provide care for them? Can I get, right. to get them counseling? Can I get them adoption opportunities? You know, what can we do to facilitate that? So that's one. And even down to, you know, things speci- as specific as I know somebody and I'm going to go offer to babysit for her. Yeah. while she works one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's some ser- service includes sacrifice sometimes, and yeah. we need to remember that. Yeah. yeah, and then it says to hate pride, and and see pride here is kind of funny, and I've, I've been talking to people about this recently, is that I say, do you consider yourself to be a prideful person? I'm talking mm-hmm. to believers. No, of course not. I said, well, I think he might be. And mm-hmm. of course, they're kind of like, what do you mean? Uh, well, I've heard you say, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And I never heard in there that you're going to go seek God in this uh, or God's way with it or God's wisdom. You know, you're going to. So as we think about political situations, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to make sure that the political party succeeds and I'm going to spend all my energy on that because if I do, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad thought. It's about, well, have you checked in? Right. Um, have you gone to God? Because pride is basically anything other than seeking God's will. Yeah. And if it's we, assuming you know better than He does. Yeah. And, and so, so that's you're just gonna act that's an interesting yeah. point of pride. Is I've decided. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's God says you need to hate that because I mean, what think about what that does? I can't then get wisdom. Why? I'm not even seeking it. Right. I've already decided it. So that even on this scenario, if if you put your faith in a political party. Uh, either way, by the way, because uh, this right. works. This works both ways. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, uh, you know, Christianity. Uh, a lot of it is attached. What they think is attached to to Republican, but the truth is, it's really not. And right. it works on both sides of it. So, it's if you put your faith in any political party mm-hmm. to be the one that you think is going to be the way, then you're you're misguided because he said, "Well, your faith needs to be in me," and he says, "If you seek me." Uh, you're going to get honor, riches, righteousness, and fruit because abiding produces fruit. Mm-hmm. It produces what God has in mind, and he'll fulfill it, and it all has to happen really on a personal level. Right. So that, um, you know, uh, and I support ADF. We do retreats for ADF, and we're grateful that they have skilled people that mm-hmm. are working these cases to win to win things for us, and it's very exciting and it, I believe it's providing cover, an mm-hmm. extension of time before things really get worse. Right. And hallelujah, uh, you know, it is. Uh, now, by the way, it also causes, in a sense, causes division. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're seeing the reaction to it. Of it's, right. it's, it's hardening hearts because of people are not willing to process truth. So in that, in that vein of division and opposition and, and hardness, uh, Father, how would you have me function? What would you have mm-hmm. me do? Uh, and he says, well, don't get prideful <laughs> uh, right. by deciding you what you think you should do. Don't put your faith in a political party, uh, but rather you know, uh, continue to seek me uh, and understand me. So the encouragement we're saying is, is seek God's wisdom. Seek mm-hmm. God, follow him, and he, and he wants you, remember, to live in the covenant. And the covenant is irrespective of uh, the situation or irrespective mm-hmm. of the culture or the politics or the economy. God says, I can give you the covenant regardless. 
right. uh, if you have a heart to follow. And remember, it's living in my kingdom, surrendering your will to mine. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And I have assignments for you. Mm-hmm. So there's people that care about uh, helping people that are considering abortion. Well, if that's your heart and that's your bent and that's your interest, mm-hmm. it's don't join a system. It's rather what does God have to say and where would he yes. have me become a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, in a particular area. Um, and as we've talked about this, you know, last yesterday, um, we were talking about this issue of difficult relationships mm-hmm. uh, that um, I've got. It's, it's, it's a very similar thing in the sense that um, I got a problem. People have come against me. They're opposing me. They're, they're in deep conflict. They're hurting me. Uh, things aren't working too well. And either I would like to set it straight, which mm-hmm. is what we call seek revenge, or um, I'm going to uh, just withdraw and completely be uh, uh, against them and try to come against mm-hmm. them. And what happens is in my heart, I develop uh, unforgiveness. Right. Uh, and roots and of that bitterness. root of bitterness. Yeah. yeah. So if we, uh, if we kind of take this further, let's go back to what we talked, we were talking about, and this is in Romans uh, chapter 12. Uh, we were, we were uh, reading verses 9 through 20, uh, and it says, um, uh, you know, um, first of all, uh, <laughs> this is in verse 16, it says, um, do not set your mind on high things, do not be wise in your own opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you think is the right way to go here. Don't don't seek that. Seek God's uh, wisdom. Verse mm-hmm. 17, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things. If it's possible, live at peace with all men. Live, live in shalom with all men. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's implying that in a sense, you're going to make that attempt. Uh, and remember when we said live, you're, as far as it's concerned and you live peaceably, um, what, what do you think that looks like, Kathy, that um, I've got opposition, mm-hmm. I've got people against me, I've got people hurting me. What is it that I would do to at least make an attempt to live peaceably with them? What would that look like? Well, one, it is, it is a heart issue between you and God to begin with. Okay. And so settling that and allowing him to give you the ability to stay in peace in that and to still honor, respect, love in the midst of being filled with truth and grace as he is yeah yeah and then that and then my my imitation is um uh, would you be willing to sit down and talk Mm -hmm. about this Um, right and you have to approach it uh with forgiveness Mm -hmm. which means i i I don't require them which means you have to process that with god yeah um i have a heart of now remember i haven't i haven't um resolved justice Mm -hmm. and we got to be careful with that so uh, when i say forgiveness Yes, and what did God do? He gave us the opportunity by taking away the requirement to be perfect mm-hmm. to now have relationship with him. Why? Well, because justice, interesting enough, still stands. Mm-hmm. So that have we been forgiven? Yes. Have we been reconciled? If we don't receive it, the answer is no. Why? Because justice hasn't been satisfied. The requirement is still perfection. Right. Now, it can be released by accepting what he did, which is what took away the requirement for perfection. And now accept me, God speaking as Lord and Savior and what I've done for you. And now you can be part of my family and I give you my myself through the Holy Spirit. Um, But if they don't do that, um, they they still remain 
separated because of justice. And where do they wind up? They wind up literally uh, in eternity away from him, living in hell, mm -hmm. not living with him because justice isn't served. So when he says live at peace, he says, well, first of all, we take away, um, forgive them as I forgave you, mm -hmm. which is I took away the requirement that they have to do anything. Right. Uh, now. Including ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Now, that's right. Now you, you what? Invite them. Would you like to process the truth? Mm -hmm. and, and, and the way that you could do that, if you've forgiven them, what can you do? I can ask that with honor and respect, with yes. no anger, energy, frustration. You'd better, mm -hmm. I'm coming against you too, and we're going to argue and debate this. Right. No, you know what? Um, I would like to, if you have a heart to, let's talk about this. Let's process this. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, as far as it's concerning you, make the offer. Okay, now. On the other side of it, what must they do? If you they have to actually choose to engage, to receive okay. that, and to yes. step in for reconciliation. Yes, I would like to process that truth, mm -hmm. and we'll let's sit down and see, and then it's back and forth until you get resolution. Or, in a sense, I don't care, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna. Uh, right. And I'm gonna keep debating, arguing, fighting, coming against you, hurting you. You're mm -hmm. in my way. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't really care about that. And no, I'm not gonna. Okay. Uh, now, even though you've forgiven him, are you reconciled? No. No, because they haven't resolved the justice that's required. Mm -hmm. And justice means I got to process the truth to come to God's answer to uh, have the situation resolved. And and they're not willing to. Okay. So then he says, uh, when that happens. Uh, in verse 17, it's assuming, okay, it didn't happen. Okay. Um, and they di didn't accept this. And you're getting hurt and whacked. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Um, repay no one evil for evil. Have uh, have regard for all things inside of man. As far as it depends on you, live peaceably. Then it says this. It didn't happen. Do not avenge yourself. Mm. Um, okay, so... Uh, when we avenge ourselves, what what does that mean? That we're the ones who are trying to to make things right, or actually make them pay for whatever yeah. it is, you know. Yeah. Um, so um, it's uh, we're trying to put ourselves in charge of justice. I want to I want to make yeah. sure justice. I'm going to make sure that basically they get punished for what they mm -hmm. did, because that'll be justice. Right. Um, and God says, well, that's not your job. Right. Uh, you don't avenge justice. Don't don't go after it yourself. But rather, uh, it says, uh, give place to wrath, mm -hmm. because it is written, "Vengeance is mine," saith the Lord. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna take care of this, um, and it comes out of the covenant uh, that He says, "I'm gonna bless those who bless you. I'm gonna do what? Curse those who what? Who curse you? Okay, and cursing is the unwillingness." to process with honor and respect to a satisfactory solution that's, mm -hmm. that, that resolves the justice. Um, and that means that they've rejected that and now they've decided to curse you because they're really cursing God. Why? Because mm -hmm. they're not willing to go with honor and respect to it. And so God says, when that situation, I'm gonna take care of it. They will, they will be cursed and they're gonna suffer because of mm -hmm. it. Because of who I am, I am complete justice, and I can't do anything else. Um, 
and as far as you're concerned, get out of the way. Leave room for right. wrath. In other words, you don't need to be involved with this. Um, I want your freedom, which means I'm right. going to have you dust your feet off and move on, and don't worry about it. Don't hold on to this anymore because you've you've gone as far as you can go, and there's no nothing more to go. You can live unreconciled with the situation uh, and release it. And Paul says, that forget the things that lay behind, press on to the high calling of Christ Jesus. Don't let this dominate your life anymore, mm-hmm. knowing that they're, they are cursed. Um, right. And so it's not, it's not a matter of, well, it, it doesn't matter, and they're let off the hook, and they can keep hurting you no matter what. It's no, it's they're cursed. And by the way, I'm going to give you wisdom of what to do next, which could be, you know what, don't spend any more time with them. Or they're a family member and you're gonna have to spend time with them. Let me show you how to set up a healthy boundary and not allow them to keep doing what they're doing because there's answers to this if you have a heart for me to give it to you. Um, And uh, the the thought here is that uh, you don't need to take charge of this (laughs) because when you take charge of it, your energy is going toward that and I am going to do something to get back Mm-hmm. and maintain my anger and maintain my hardness and um, I'm going to set this straight and God says, uh, no, um, I want you to live in freedom. Um, you can still live in shalom and receive the covenant, which is what? I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. How? Stay with me. I'm going to give you shalom. Mm-hmm. You'll have peace. Right and this, and this <laughs> thing that has hurt you, harmed you, and is coming mm-hmm. against you, I'm going to show you how to let it go and not worry about it anymore and move on to the next piece of your life that is going to be joy and fantastic. But the key is you got to stay with me to receive the covenant. And the way that we exit is we take revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, now we're outside the kingdom, hitting what I call hitting the tar baby uh, on the game of the enemy. And he's got you. He's got right. you fighting, debating, arguing, just uh, focused energy is going toward all this negative stuff. And God says, well, I would like to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But the key, as we've talked about, you know, as you view things like even the, the ruling on abortion is um, don't decide on your own mm-hmm. what that means. It's, okay, I'm going to seek wisdom. Uh, I'm going to hate pride. I'm not going to seek my own way in any way. Even if I think I have a good idea, I'm going to follow him and let him guide me, particularly when I'm into these sticky scenarios mm-hmm. with difficult situations. So we'll pick it up. We'll, we'll come back a little bit more to this uh, next week, uh, and then we'll go on to a few more key things about how do we handle these things that are that are tough to handle. So we'll, we'll, we'll pick right. it up. Right. That's great. Great, great wisdom there. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you everyone for joining us. If you have questions about what we talked about today or um, just another question of everything that's going on right now, feel free to send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we will be happy to address them. Um, Have a wonderful day and thanks for joining us again. Okay, all right, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.